All right, welcome back to this episode of Best in the Biz, uh, talking business with student and alumni CNA entrepreneurs. Today's episode, we have Stefan Young. Welcome, Stefan. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for the offer. Yeah, of course. Owner and operator of Carlson Keen and Irving Gaspar in Steamboat Crossing. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about your two businesses? This is, well, um, people are not familiar with Steamboat Crossing is just outside Steamboat, small town. Um, Steamboat Crossing Irving is a gas station plus convenience store, and Carl's Canteen is a takeout and convenience store as well. Okay, good stuff. And uh, as I know, they're staples of the community. Hey, yeah, for sure. It's uh, you know small town, but yeah, even for a small town, uh, once you go and take a look at it, there's roughly five businesses that, oh. that stretch through Main Street with a population of 1,300 people. So you know there is a fair bit of business there in a small community. Yeah, there is. And, you know, and we do offer um, a lot of similar products, but we all have our, our niche as well, too. Yeah, it seems like you all work together really nicely yeah, as well, right? Sure. It, yeah, for sure. It's, you know, a lot of us are all around the same age. I uh, grew up together. We're nice. all local. So try to help each out, help each other as much as we can. And I yeah. know sometimes, you know, there's somewhat a little bit of competition, but, like, you know, we try to offer stuff and not step on each other's toes. So of course, yeah. It's, it's been going well so far. That's awesome. Yeah. And like I said, you can't go to uh, the crossing with uh, <laughs> they're getting a poutine from yeah. Carl's or uh, ice cream from Irving. Yeah, I don't right? know. We're having some issues with our uh, ice cream machine due to COVID. We're on the some parts are on back order. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. We're working on it, getting it ready for spring. So. There you go. Yeah. Get ready for summer. That's the important yeah. thing. Eh? Yeah. Good stuff. So, what's your connection to CNA? What did you study here at CNA? I came to CNA, I think it was 2005. I started with Grenfell in Cornerbrook. Yep. And uh, my third year, I ended up getting diagnosed with also colitis, uh, fairly sick. Uh, so I decided to come back, stay home locally, close to, you know, uh, doctors and with uh, my parents at the time. So I ended up doing marketing and human resources. I had enough transfer credits. Nice. Um, and I kind of got a bit of, uh, I guess, I guess it was more... Uh, direction from sylvia alexander she when she seen my transcript she said you know you should do this you should do that so i followed her lead and came into the college here and i did that uh, i ended up doing i think it was programs at the time might have been three years but yep. I, was, I was able to get them done in two. Oh wow thanks to my transfer credit from when i was doing business at grenfell and uh yeah i graduated i think it was 2006 or 2007 i can't remember long time <laughs> there you go hey good yeah. stuff though that's awesome yeah yeah it seems like uh it's a good foundation yeah have, yeah right for sure. yeah i enjoyed my time college was great you yeah know, it's, it's a lot different than university life in terms yeah. of it's a bit more smaller scale a bit more personable you know you, for sure you feel more as a student professor relationship it was yeah. a lot closer than it was at university awesome glad to hear so, uh, back to your businesses, uh, both Carl's and the Steamboat Crossing, Irving, uh, were already established businesses. So, what do you think some of the advantages and disadvantages of coming in and uh, purchasing these businesses were? Well, the advantages, I guess, are, like you said, they're staples in the community. So, yeah. people know the business, you know, they know what they provide, stuff like that. So, that, that made the transition easy. It wasn't like we needed to do major change or stuff like that because, you know, People, some people don't like change. Now. Of course, yeah. We have kind of made some smaller changes in terms of products and services that we do offer. We're trying to do that 
regularly anyways. Yeah, keep things yeah, fresh. And like some of the disadvantages are too is like I shouldn't say disadvantages, but I guess more challenges is uh you know, you're coming in, you got you got deal with all staff, you know, we mm-hmm. kept all the staff. Yep. So that might have been a big adjustment for them and you you know, you're trying to learn their you know, their ticks and their yeah, you know, their, yeah. their buttons or whatnot. And yep. uh and you're trying to implement some of your ideas and your thoughts and you know, trying to cross paths with them is definitely uh was definitely a bit of a challenge for sure. Yep. Um also too is like, you know, previous owners, people maybe maybe supported businesses uh because of the owner or there's new owners they may not have you know uh, i can't really say that we felt that we've lost customers due to change ownership but at the end of the day you don't know every yep. everybody in your uh, customer that's right yeah and uh like i said it it businesses are pretty encompassing of all bay st george right yeah, so sure. it's uh, a pretty wide catchment area yeah, yeah we, de- we definitely see customers from uh especially you talk about ice cream and stuff yeah and uh we've seen customers coming up from corner brook clear lake or Port peninsula oh, wow. just for just for an ice cream right yeah so yeah it's uh it's definitely one of our calling pairs and no doubt i hope to have it back up and running by, yeah by the spring yeah the popcorn chicken poutine yeah i mean it's hard to beat that <laughs> yeah i'm after having a few myself yeah yeah me too yeah. me too <laughs> it's yeah. awesome uh so last season we actually spoke with arlene blanchard with unawig development yeah. group um can you talk about your experience a bit there oh unawig was great to deal with uh, when we got into this got the idea of uh, looking at purchasing the business, um, I've developed a good network anyways from my work with CBDC. Yep. And uh, could have, we would have went with CBDC, but conflict of interest and stuff like that. Of course, yeah. So uh, based on my network, we knew Unowig, we knew contacts with the BDC, and we knew Unowig's programming and, you know, an opportunity for grant money and stuff like that. You know, we fit the criteria. Uh, you know, they made it easy. It was very, uh, you know, we presented our idea we had to get some work done we had to get a business evaluation once we did all our work we let put it back in Arlene's hands and uh, you know she worked her magic yeah. got everything completed on our end awesome where did you get your evaluation done how to like walk me through that process a bit so when you're I guess through their programming when you purchase a business yeah you know obviously the seller gives you a price so uh, they want to make sure it's at market value yeah so they provided a list of people that done the business evaluation for them yeah. and uh, we picked one based on their recommendation he completed a, rec- uh, a business evaluation basically he came back three tiers it's like this is the value on the best case scenario this is the value on you know like market based yeah and this is the valuation based on you know worst case and so we basically had to fit in with the selling price and uh, we had to fit in like in the middle tier okay and we fit in there perfect Oh, perfect. So that's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a big process, I would imagine. Yeah, it took a lot, a lot of time. Today. Yeah, like I said, I'm still working full time. So yep. it's definitely a lot of evenings, weekends, yep. early mornings. Yeah, You're early trying, mornings. You got to find time somewhere, right? Yeah, exactly. You got to yeah. fit it in somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ian here. When I interview entrepreneurs for Best in the Biz, they often talk about the importance of a support network, especially one that includes other business owners. But how do you build that network? Well, you can start right here. Our mentorship program pairs new business owners and budding entrepreneurs with experienced business mentors. Apply today. Visit www.cna.nl.ca slash entrepreneurship or email me at entrepreneurship at cna.nl.ca.
contact info in the show notes. Now, back to our episode. So we talked about earlier, you know, like your businesses are one of one, two or five. Yeah. Can you talk about how vital it is to have these businesses in small communities, in rural communities around? Because uh, that's one of the things we're focusing on here yeah. at CNA and CNA Entrepreneurship yeah. is these community lifestyle businesses. So kind of like the heartbeats of rural communities. Yes. Yeah. Well, like, like we talked about, we are rural. We're a smaller population. We're an aging population. And having these services and products in your community makes a huge difference. Not everybody can travel to places like Steamville or Cornerbrook to do shopping. Um, you know, and not everybody has the time to do stuff within within during the day. Like, you know, we're open at 10 o'clock. You know, at Carl's Canteen, we offer grocery area items yeah. as well. So we do see people come in, you know, that convenience, that, that need product at a certain time. Uh, and with, you know, some restrictions and travel and stuff, if we didn't have these services, then, you know, a lot of customers and our population wouldn't be able to access these products on a regular basis. Yeah. Could see, uh, see a little little bit of, I guess, immigration or emigration, right? Yeah. People moving out. Yeah. A bit more. And don't don't get me wrong. Everybody, a lot of people do travel to Steamville to do, yeah. you know, bigger bulk shopping. But uh, a lot of people try to support within their local community. That's and, right. Uh, you know, you know. Uh, some items you cannot get in the crossing, so yeah. you do have to go see. Yeah. But we do see, is you know, all businesses, I feel, get a lot of locals. Yeah, uh, that's great to see. It seems yeah. like a pretty tight-knit community. Yeah, it is. Which is really nice. Um, talking about, you know, barriers or challenges, I would say, for residents of rural communities. Yeah. How about challenges for rural businesses? Yeah. Well, there's there's lots of challenges when it comes to business. <laughs> yeah. And, uh you know, a lot of times do getting product, stock, yep. stuff like that. You know, the smaller stores are kind of, you know, kind of, I shouldn't say put on the bottom of the totem pole, but like if there's a limited amount of products available, yep. they're usually going to the bigger stores, the bigger accounts, stuff like that. Right. Uh, you know, when you're dealing with convenience stores and stuff like that, your margins are limited. Uh, you know, you're restricted. You know, our biggest sales are obviously fuel, tobacco, alcohol, lottery. Yep. Those products are limited what you can sell. Even like products such as pop and chips and stuff like that. So, uh, your mar- your margins are a lot smaller than you know what you what a bigger store would pay. Um, we don't order enough stock in to get like you know places like Walmart or yeah selling products that are three or four dollars cheaper than what we can sell it for. And a lot of it got to do with their amount of inventory that they order compared yeah. to what we order. So Bold pricing. there's definitely some challenges that way. Right? But yeah. uh, you know, you make you make do with what you have, and you try to uh, look for different products and stuff that you can bring in. Yep. And uh, you just go about it day by day. Yep, that's right. Good, good. So we talked a lot about the community and how tight-knit of community actually is. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So building relationships is obviously crucial. Yeah. Uh, I know you get back to the community quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, growing up, uh, Stefan was my hockey coach. Yeah. So, I mean... Uh, I know he does get back to the community. How about your business? How do you engage with the community? Well, we, we talk to like we talk to our town council a bit. We talk to the schools. We talk to different groups. We um we try to not so much limit, but like there's only so much you can give out as well. So you kind of got to try to find a balance of what you give out. Uh, most recently, you know, we, we sponsor kids playing hockey, playing hockey. Uh, you know, we give donation to the school for their turkey dinner. We donate turkey. Uh, you know, stuff for the town, other, you know, other groups, you know, the, 
the seniors home and stuff like that so we're always trying to give out something sometimes it's monetary sometimes it's gift cards, sometimes it's products you know yeah. stuff like that uh we we hold different promotions at the store like this christmas we're, we partner with sweetberry farms and black duck uh we bought a couple of their turkey christmas dinner packages so okay you got to draw at each store like, you know any purchase come in so we'll draw that this week now and nice. hopefully two families will go away with a turkey dinner and yeah that's big everything all the fixings we take so awesome we definitely try to do as much as we can you know we we do do some stuff outside the community we donate rotary we donate to the flat Bay indian bands uh stuff like that. yeah so um we're definitely trying to you know build those relationships and help out as much as we can that's right yeah it's a it's a happy balance uh, yeah yeah that's awesome though it seems like you're uh very involved yeah dude yeah awesome so uh what has been your most successful small business moment so far? And uh, it doesn't necessarily need to be the most successful, but yeah. I would say the one that, you know, you kind of look back on yeah. and say, you know, this I was a turning point or something like that. I don't know if there's been any, like we've been into it now, like, you know, operating three years. Yeah. So, uh, we're still in the early stages, still in the lear- a lot of learning, like, of course, learning yeah. every, every day. There's that don't stop. Yeah. But being able, like we just talked to, being able to give back to the community and stuff like that, I feel like that's our biggest, um, that's kind of like the biggest moment or good yeah. spot that, you know, we've had. Yeah, one of the most rewarding yeah, experiences. Yeah, right? So, yeah. you know, if you can help people out, that, that stuff goes a long way. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No, that's fantastic. Uh, last question here. Uh, what advice would you give an aspiring entrepreneur? It's hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not gonna sugarcoat it. There's yeah, yeah. nothing. Uh, yeah, you know, there's good days. There's always good days. Of course, there's yeah. always bad days. Like yep. you know, but like you got to try to find that balance. And there's uh, you know, be prepared to work. There's no like people say they want to run a business because you work your own hours. Well, it's twenty four seven. Yeah, uh, I've got calls at eight o'clock in the morning. I you know, like early mornings. Uh, there's a lot, lot to it. But yeah. like I said, you gotta you gotta work at it. And uh, you know, every successful business, you know, an entrepreneur behind it working hard. And even businesses that have failed, is not sometimes it's got nothing to do with working. It's That's just right, yeah. so many challenges and stuff to it yeah. compared to, um, you know, just your normal nine to five job. It's, uh, um, like my, my biggest thing would be, you know, be prepared to work, work hard. Yeah. And like I said, there's going to be ups and downs and waves and all that. And you just got to learn how to work. Yeah. Awesome. That's that's good, um, yeah. There's definitely ups and downs with no matter what business, yeah. Especially, yeah. You know, rural Newfoundland, Labrador. There's always ups and downs, so it's uh, it's kind of the same thing with businesses. And when we came into it, like we bought business, we never heard of COVID. We bought it in 2000, uh, basically the end of 2019. Oh, jeez, right? Yeah. So like you know, we bought it in uh, it was November, I think November 28th, and by the time March hit in 2020 or i'm not sure the years maybe it was 19 yes, whatever 2020 yeah yeah everything yeah. was just like oh my god like what did we get into yeah and ever since covid there's been always been challenges especially especially for small business uh so your pricing yeah you know the pricing inflation that's right your everything has gone up yeah so you, you now see service like uh, delivery fees that we never had before you know your margins are shrinking and stuff like that so it's it was definitely a whirlwind, you know, we're, we're still navigating through, through COVID. We're not like I, in terms of maybe the pandemic, yes, we might be out of it in terms of small businesses. I know there's a lot of small businesses 
still trying to navigate those waters. Uh, yep. it, it's definitely been a bit rocky, but you know, we're getting into year four now, and hopefully in the next few years, I'll smooth yep. out a bit more and it'll uh, go forward stronger. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Um, last thing here. Uh, would you like to say, share your socials or anything like that so the audience can get in touch? Uh, yeah, we have um, we have two Facebook pages right now, uh, Carl's Canteen and Steamboat Crossing Irving, and you search them. Uh, we're pretty active. Uh, you know, we run competitions. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big sports fan. I usually run, like, uh, Stanley Cup finals. Yeah, and, Super you know, Bowl stuff. Yeah, Super yeah, Bowl stuff. Uh, we do try to, you know, share our products, new services, and stuff like that. And so if you just want to look them up, Carl's Canteen and uh, Steamboat Crossing. Yeah, awesome. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Really no appreciate problem. it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So uh, that's a wrap for today's episode, folks. Uh, you can find us uh, at www.tna.nl slash best in the biz. And uh, if you like today's episode, leave a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. Have a great day.